And it's Wednesday with Mike and John. Got it going on. Mike Marino and John King. Your connection to Livingston County. Brought to you by the official Giggo Realtor, Jordan Jensel. Your exclusive Giggo Realtor. Are we changing it? Well, I, have it's to change. I think it's exclusive both. official yeah. Giggle Realtor, Jordan yeah. Genso. I mean, I don't know of any other Giggle Realtors out there. Not yet. No. Maybe that's our thing. Maybe we should start a gang. Yeah. The Giggle Realtors. The Realtors. It's a nice house yeah. you got there. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of neighborhood do you think this is? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think that's What kind of basement do you listen to a podcast <laughs> in? <laughs> so... Uh, yes, but uh, uh, Wednesday, of course, and um, we've got an interview coming up with uh, Stacy Downer from Parker Middle School, uh, talking about the busy boxes that students there recently put together for uh, patients uh, with uh, uh, Trinity Health. In, yeah, pretty cool stuff. Uh, as, as far as uh, I never would have thought of this when we were in what was junior high back in our day. Oh, well, we were <laughs> we were making middle school. We were making ashtrays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different times. So let's make let's make grandpa an ashtray. Right. No, different now they're time. talking busy yeah. boxes. So we'll find out more about that. We'll take yeah. a look at uh, last night's uh, TNT Tuesday night trivia. Some interesting answers. And uh, our two cent history lesson all coming up. Yes. Did you scan some? I of did. I did. I think it was it was one to let the ladies have their say about men well you know you, you got to keep it equal because we do surveys of women surveys of right. men and this one happened to me about about guys right. and um i'm surprised only one person got the right answer right so we'll get to that in uh, just a little bit in the meantime a look at local news we'll cover livingston county brought to you by our friends at cooper and binkley jewelers in downtown brighton all right here's what's going on a washington county judge tuesday ruled that the burden of proof had not been met and dismissed a personal protection order against the head of the livingston county republican party the ppo was sought and granted last october by brighton attorney sarah cross who said she'd been harassed and her family threatened by jennifer smith chair of the livingston county gop Smith, who headed up the local Moms for Liberty chapter, had filed to terminate the order. And a hearing Tuesday in Washington County Circuit Court, the judge determined Cross had failed to meet the burden of proof that many of the online posts that she claimed were uh, being uh, posted uh, by Smith were indeed from her. Now, while disappointed in the outcome, Cross stood by her claims and noted that the judge said if the harassment were to start again, a PPO could be filed in her courtroom. And that she said everyone should know the identity of the person or persons who are making the posts could be obtained by law enforcement via a search warrant. According to Cross, quote, I'm okay with this outcome. A request for comment was made to Smith, but has yet to be returned. A suspect who fled from a traffic stop was arrested after barricading himself in the Fowlerville area Tuesday. Fowlerville Police Department reports a high-speed chase originated in the village after a driver failed to stop when officers attempted a traffic stop. Due to the safety of the public, the chase was called off, but the suspect vehicle was then seen pulling into an address on West Allen Road. Officers from the Fowlerville Police Department, Livingston County Sheriff's Department, Ingham County Sheriff's Department, East Lansing Police, and Michigan State Police, as well as special task force officers, then surrounded the residence. After several attempts at negotiation, an entry team went into the house. 
The canine unit from the East Lansing Police Department located the suspect hiding under an enclosed deck. He was taken into custody with no injuries. The subject had several warrants and was a parole absconder. And at their meeting last week, the Brighton Area Schools Board of Education voted to amend the 2022-23 budget, incorporating an additional $10 million into their annual funding. With that modification, the district's budget is about $81.8 million. Andy Storm noted that that was a significant increase from the $71.8 million allotted to the district in June of 2022. Michael Engelter, the Assistant Superintendent of Finance, explained that there are numerous factors contributing to the increase, including additional grants, retirement funds, instructional coaches, and new technology. Additionally, an extra $1.2 million had been allocated for security, with additional funds going towards various operations and maintenance projects. The budget also provides for board auditing and legal representation. Storm suggested the board find a way to lower the amount of money going towards those matters. Meanwhile, the amount designated for curriculum and supplies has already been decreased. The budget was approved 7 to nothing. It'll be reevaluated at the end of the school year. The board also unanimously approved the payment for new CTE equipment and verified that sample vape detectors will be installed at Brighton High School, as well as Scranton Middle School and Maltby Intermediate School. Vape detectors. I was going to say, what does a vape detector look uh, like? Obviously, does it can, detect know, the, uh, the, the moisture the, the mist, in the air? Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming. That's an interesting it's like, little <laughs> No, tidbit. we're just in the steam bath here. <laughs> so <laughs> Nothing going on. <laughs> uh, the Brighton Board of Education will next meet on April 10th. And uh, you can find details on all these stories on our website, mikeandjohnpodcast.com. And that's what's going on. And local news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. As, as we've been expressing for uh, the entire uh, life of this podcast with Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, as a new sponsor. They are indeed a, uh, a big involvement in community support uh, and, and, and what they have going on with Fund Life with Mark Howell kind of gives a, a perfect example of what uh, Mark and Barb Binkley are all about. Uh, they support Fund Life and uh, the not-for-profit in their mission to support people who are in, in life-altering situations, much like Mark Howell was uh, a few years back. And they have uh, this big $200 ticket that uh, will go to comp- uh, to uh, fund a life and give you a chance, one in 100, of winning a $10,000 jewelry shopping spree. Pretty good odds. Binkley Jewelers. Yeah. yeah, for all the details, see the Fund a Life website. That's fundalife.org slash impact. Of course, uh, Cooper and Binkley Jewelers are a big part of supporting that event, along with the uh, Walk to End Alzheimer's. And uh, coming up in uh, a couple weeks... We are going to be at the uh, Walk to End Alzheimer's uh, kind of a kickoff rally. Yeah, it's the leadership breakfast. Yeah. Um, they're getting ready for the event coming up in September in, in downtown Brighton. Um, and uh, so you and me will be uh, making breakfast. What? Um, we're, 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 that was, <laughs> oh, the, so we're, we're going to stop and get bagels yeah, on yeah. the way? Is, is that our Whip role? through the drive through. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> No, exactly. No. Yeah, we'll have nothing to do with that. Don't worry. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, yeah April fourth at Crystal Gardens, uh, the Alzheimer's Leadership Breakfast, and uh, we're looking forward. to Yeah, that. we were there last year, and a lot of great support for that event. And for those that it's, it's more to help create awareness of uh, of ways to help those that are involved with somebody that has Alzheimer's, a right. family member, or a coworker, those kind of things. Right, and and the leadership team, you know, Barb Binkley, uh, you know, leading the team, and then you've got the Cortez family. Um, and, and everybody involved uh, in the leadership, uh, you know, has these personal stories about how Alzheimer's has affected them and their loved ones. And, um, uh, and so th- this determination to, you know, let's come together, let's uh, work together uh, to try and help those uh, who are afflicted and ultimately work towards finding a cure for, for this disease. So we're, we're proud to be a part of that effort. And it's coming up April 4th.
Uh, our survey last night, or our trivia last night, as we were alluding to at the kickoff of the show, uh, brought to you by OG Sponsors Firehouse Store, serving Livingston County for over 25 years with unparalleled products and service. Our question, according to a new survey of men, 46% say they experience this on a daily basis. Right. We wanted to know what it is. So <laughs> we opened up the doors and the ladies gave their, well, some guys chimed in, but most of these were from, from I mean, the ladies, ladies. A lot of these answers were kind of like, hey kind of answers. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, for instance, Elizabeth said, too much confidence. Hmm. And she goes, just kidding. Yeah. Uh, gas. Yeah. And not the kind for your vehicle. No. Uh, the need for beer, said Jeff. So that was a guy's perspective right. on, oh, I think I need a beer now. Beer me. <laughs> uh, let's see. The <laughs> Donna <laughs> said, the need to touch themselves in the crotch. You know, that's... I mean, There I are think... some guys that are like notorious for that. Well, Bundy. Yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. There's ways to... Fix that. Well, yeah. I suppose. Somewhat related to our answer. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Feeling uh, a bit lost, said Spencer. Confidence, said Christine. Some guy's overconfident or cocky. You know what I mean? No? Forgetfulness? What? Is that out of convenience? <laughs> what? Uh, the need to shave, said Karen. <laughs> Uh, Lynn said, unexplained urges to explain things, otherwise known as mansplaining. mansplaining. Yeah. Yeah. So, ladies, what mansplaining is, that's when men feel the need. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't know. Our friend Brandon checked in. We'll let you look at the answers online to see what Brandon said because he's notorious what, for what giving certain say? answers. What did Brandon say? I must have missed that. <laughs> uh, our good friend Scott, great Scott, said, blessed. Yes. Nice answer. It really is a nice it's a, it's, it's, you know, That's a nice answer. It's nice. It's a great answer. It's not right, no. but, it's, but it's a nice answer. Sometimes you, you know, maybe you're blessed and you just don't realize it. Right. Or you don't acknowledge it, or well, you just kind of think of other things and you don't realize how blessed you are. Right. Um, Anne said feelings of inadequacy. What do you mean, Anne? What are you talking about? <laughs> Who have you been talking to? Hmm. What's going on? Who said, wait, it happens. Wait, what? Okay. Um, <laughs> the wrong way, according to uh, Pamela, the wrong way of speaking to others. Hmm. There are guys that have no filter. Right. I think there's sometimes, yeah. Or you think you're around the guys and that you can talk to anybody that way. Um, Kelly said having their fly down. <laughs> <laughs> if you have that happening on yeah. a daily basis, I, mean, I think that's on purpose. Could be. <laughs> I, I don't know. Elizabeth said getting strange looks. Scott said fear. Um, Jeff said wishing Brandon would answer. <laughs> oh, yes. I see Brandon's answer. Yeah. Uh, rude drivers. <laughs> so I, I'm guessing, you know. I mean, Brandon's answer is not bad. Talking about elections. No, oh, wait, no, I misread no, that. I'm like sorry. <laughs> no. Mm. Mary said frustration. Feeling of frustration on a daily basis. Right. Yeah, I suppose, you know, that that could happen, especially if you're in traffic on I-96 <laughs> during construction. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, somewhat related, Chris said rude drivers. Yeah. So, you know. I think everybody uh, experiences that. Right. Probably more than 46%. Uh, wardrobe malfunction from Pamela. 
So lots of good answers. Our, our correct answer, and Lisa got it, was a wedgie. Yeah. Which... 46% of guys experience a wedgie on a daily, uh, on a daily basis. I find that odd. Look, it might be trying, time to change I, the style of underwear you wear. Well, when you think or, about the earlier answer about needing to touch the, their crotch area, uh, maybe that's a part of it. You know, you got to rearrange things. And I would say that there are there are. It's like moving yeah. furniture. <laughs> there are, I want it there. Yeah. No, let's no, move it over let's there. Move it over here. You know, it'd look better over there. It yeah. might feel a little better. Um, sure. And I would say there are two types of wedgies. Oh boy! Yeah. I didn't realize there was okay categories. Think when we think wedgie, you think you know up the butt. Yeah, that's the the, the back. The wedgie. traditional wedgie. But there's a front wedgie too. I think that qualifies as a wedgie. I don't know that I've when, been in front. When way. one of the boys escapes, <laughs> tries to make a run. Needed for it. some air. <laughs> Tried to make a run for it. <laughs> okay, I think we're getting a little TMI right now. So. All right, well, we want to thank Firehouse Doors for bringing you this entertaining <laughs> trivia question. Firehouse Doors celebrating their 25th year of serving Livingston County, family-owned and operated business, striving to treat each and every customer like family. Firehouse Doors, veteran-owned. Mike Witt, proud U.S. Air Force veteran. If you need service or a new garage door, or perhaps an overhead rolling steel. Well, who doesn't need one of those? Firehouse Doors, the people to call, 810-599-7480. We'll have another uh, trivia question coming your way tonight, probably after 730. Right. All right, so uh, elsewhere uh, we'll get to our two-cent history lesson in uh, just a little bit. We were talking about these uh, busy boxes. Not busy bodies, busy boxes. No, busy boxes. That our uh, friends at uh, Parker Middle School. Yeah, and uh, don- they created these and then donated them to a uh, local hospital uh, for patients that have dementia. So we're going to find out more uh, calling Stacy Downer, the Parker Middle School Student Services Advisor, who helped uh, put this all together. So, Good morning, this is Stacy. Hey, Stacy, it's Mike and John from Mike and John Got It Going On. How are you doing today? Hey, doing well. How are you? Good. So we're, we just kind of uh, described these, these uh, busy boxes. Yes. And, and uh, John gave an overview, but uh, let's, let's talk about how this all came about. Yeah, well, we're super excited to get back into, you know, service learning and give our students some authentic experiences um, and have it go full circle to actually go and, and you know, have them deliver them themselves after such hard work, um, you know, promote the relationship skills and social awareness. Um, and it just really was phenomenal. So the kids voted essentially at the end of the day is how that all came to be. Um, with hospital busy box uh, boxes, which ended up being bags, um, you know, winning. And then they chose each um, Patriot time, uh, chose which project they wanted to make. Um, and then we also had an Amazon wish list. Um, and then our community just was phenomenal. They, they donated um, the items for the kids to make the projects that they selected. And then they also donated items off of the Amazon, Amazon, excuse me, wish list, um, which were the pre-made sense and stimulation items for our uh, patients at Trinity. Yeah, and so now this was part of, to reinforce this concept of the Positivity Project. Yes. Yeah, talk about that. 
Yeah, so essentially what we want is to instill in our students, um, you know, just the idea of other people matter and that we're giving back. Um, so they learn every day in the morning. Um, they learn about the 24 character strengths. That's really the foundation of the Positivity Project. Um, and, you know, they actually take a VIA survey and they identify their top strengths and then down to their 24th, which are just strengths that they could work on. Um, and so we talk about how these strengths can be used in positive ways and ways that aren't, you know, necessarily it's the right time to use humor, right? So we talk about times when it's appropriate to use a character strength and when it's not appropriate. Um, and so this was really built in the other people matter mindset that we're giving back to our community. Um, and it also reinforces our portrait of a Highlander. Um, and just, you know, really, again, like I had said earlier, just giving those authentic experiences, um, you know, creating social awareness and those relationship skills. So is this something? Uh, is this something that uh, each and every classroom is, as far as the positivity project, is this something like we start the day with this, or is this a club and after school, or how does how did that all? Yeah, no, again? it's it's every it's every day. Um, they start their day. It's about twenty five minutes. Um, essentially, it's what maybe you and I would have associated with a homeroom, um, but it's a, it's totally different. It's foundationally based through the Positivity Project. So I know, like when I was in school, it would be a time to just kind of socialize and hang out, maybe do homework, and that's not the case um, at Parker or um, even over at Highlander Way, which they have the Hawk Hour. So it's very similar. Um, so again, we start our day every day in a positive way just reinforcing um, those 24 character strengths, um, doing activities um, associated with those, and just starting our day in a positive way. Well, I think it's amazing that you've got, you know, basically seventh graders. Is, is this mostly seventh graders? So eighth graders were the ones that selected, and okay. then we had project managers that then um, went from each homework to our homeroom, excuse me, to talk to the sixth and seventh graders okay. and really promote it, um, you know, throughout the school. So all, all the kids were involved in some manner. Uh, Correct. Uh, yeah, doing this. And so when I think back to my middle school years, I just, you know, the fact that you've got middle school kids who are thinking about doing community projects and then even to the extent of, hey, let's create these uh, these kits uh, that will help patients who have uh, dementia. I mean, that's just an, an amazing connection to make where, like you said, uh, to think about others. Um, and, and, and have these kids at, 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 at such a great age, I think, to begin thinking about, uh, you know, sort of expanding beyond their own experience, expanding beyond their own, you know, uh, bubble in the world and understanding that there are other people with different experiences that, that are out there. That, that, I think that's just an amazing project in and of itself. Aww. Yeah, I'm very proud of our Highlanders. I'm very part of, uh, proud of Parker and the Howell community. Um, you know, the next step is our students are going to write thank you letters to all the donors that weren't anonymous. Um, and, you know, then our project managers are out there just speaking to the experience that they had. I had 14 students able to go with me to Trinity. Um, and they, you know, really were like, we're, we're like semi-famous. I was like, yeah, you are. And look at you go, you know. And it's just, it, it was really cool to see them um, just really feel that and know that and, you know trinity they were amazing um just speaking to everything you know we wish we could have seen the hospital patients receive them um but they spoke to the fact that they you know are going to be blown away and they're so grateful and we know that it's going to bring them extreme joy yeah um and the boxes themselves the kit well you said they're really bags um yeah, but, what, type, what, yeah. what type of things are in those 
Yeah, so everything from, um, so our students made some items, um, every homeroom did, excuse me, or Patriot Time, I should say. Um, so those were uh, Infinity Dice Cubes. Uh, we had really cool I Spy bottles um, where it's got the rice and different items where the patients can kind of spin the bottles. And we had a, a laminated checklist, so it's definitely a reusable item. Um, we had little lava lamp bottles. Uh, we had the balloon with flower stress balls. Um we had some fidget bracelets. We had some sewers. So we had some students actually sew and help us with um, zipper and embroidery um, bracelets, uh, like in buckles, so they can practice that. Um, and then we had tons of donated things. So really, students looked up, you know, what do um, patients with cognitive impairments and dementia, what do they benefit from? Um, and so they just started adding to this um, Amazon wish list. And um, I, I want to say, like, almost everything, maybe 98% you know it was it was fulfilled so it really again was mind-blowing and uh, now now this uh how is this an ongoing year-long thing or do you just pick a month to to do this uh, for so the- you know now that we're kind of i want to say coming out of you know covid and the pandemic and everything it just allowed us an opportunity to get back to what we used to do which which was service learning you know where we could go full circle and actually see it come to fruition um with the delivery and being able to be in person um so our goal is to do one every every year i don't know you know next year what that's going to be because we want that to be very much student-led um just like this year where they were able to each choose what they felt was a community need and then they were able to then vote and and trinity um you know won the most votes um so i don't know next year it could be something totally different um but i would love to to partner with trinity again they were fantastic yeah and i know that they were very uh, uh appreciative to receive these gifts uh these kits uh for their patients and um you know so i think it's great that you know you've got the the students involved in a, in a great organization like trinity health uh as well uh to you know benefit uh, these patients and then others. Um, so yeah. And, and are there future projects like this school year or yeah, I mean, I guess that's, I'm not quite sure. So no, you're, you're fine. So totally, um, right now where we're at with our eighth grade students is they're doing a book study. So they're reading, um, touching spirit bear and they're tying it back to the positivity project and doing activities, um, and lessons related to that throughout a reading. Um, our other students are doing, um, similar activities, but there's a month calendar. Um, it actually is by week that the the Positivity Project puts out. So they are closely following that right now. Um, in terms of a, another service learning project, I mean, we're always open and looking for opportunities to do that. Um, but again, it, it really it was my first time um, running this. I've learned a lot um, moving forward. It's a, it's a lot of work and it's, it's great. It's great work. Um, but, you know, I think that it will be, you know, next year that we'll revisit actually doing a school-wide um, a project like this. Oh, so wow. how, how long has the Positivity Project been been going on at, at uh, Parker? Um, I believe this is our seventh year, if I'm not mistaken, um, of having, you know, implemented and, and been behind this um, movement. And it's just really, it's changed the culture of our school in a positive way. Um, and it really is something that I hope we never lose sight of. Yeah, I was going to say, I was just, just in hearing about this and, and seeing what you guys are doing to see how this, since it's been in, 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 
in progress for the the past six seven years how kids once they've gotten to high school and if it's uh, if it's translated to them because there are those changes in attitudes in adolescence once you get to high school so i think it's a great way to spring it forward and see how it goes but to see what the after effects are and see how they they carry forward with it yeah and i think it's such a prime age you know to really like you said grab them and really instill um this mindset in them as they move forward and kind of figure out the kind of humans they want to be yeah well uh, great work uh with uh with the with the positivity project and and of course the the busy boxes kits um and uh we look forward to seeing uh more projects uh, come out and uh again uh stacy downer uh parker middle school uh the uh student services advisor thank you so much for joining us no. and telling us about this oh it was my pleasure i really appreciate you guys thank yeah, you absolutely have a great day thanks stacy you as well all right it's uh, Bye. Mike and John got it going on, and uh, of course, uh, Jordan Genso, our official Giggle Realtor. Talk about having it going on. Yes, he does. Jordan Genso with Remax Platinum, the official Giggle Realtor community servant and community realtor with over 15 years of real estate experience. As a part of the Genso team, Jordan can use his local knowledge to provide you with the expertise you need, whether it comes to buying or selling a home here and around Livingston County. It's time for today's Jorbit. Yes, and we're expanding out our Jorbit today beyond just uh, Jordan's, uh, you know, uh, experience and knowledge of the real estate industry. Uh, you know, Jordan's also a trustee on the Brighton District Library Board. I knew that. And last night, Jordan learned from two of the youth librarians that the library participates in the 1,000 Books Before Kindergarten program. Participants who keep track of the books they read with their young children can receive a prize after each 100 books, with the goal being that they reach the 1,000 bookmark before their child enters kindergarten. Uh, participants can even get credit for books other people read to their children, such as the grandparent or a babysitter. So, while Jordan's daughters are too old for him to qualify as a participant, he would love to help your pre-K child reach the 1,000 bookmark. His suggestion is that you give the Giggo line a call. That's okay. that's Jordan's suggestion. Yeah, that is his suggestion. And, of course, the Giggo line, 517-525-9052, in uh, that you ask the author of a book called Ishkadoodle, A Boy, His Vacuum, and Their Outer Space Adventure. Huh, that sounds that, fun. That, that sounds like a great yeah. book. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you ask that author to read his award-worthy children's story to your child. Wow. It says right here, award-worthy. I think you edited it. No, it says it right there. <laughs> it says it right there. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was going to say, how, how about a thousand books before 60? Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, before kindergarten. Because, you know, there may be some people that haven't read that much. Well, I, you know, let's, uh, you know, that's a lot of books. Uh, well, yeah, but I think, I think the kids, especially with the younger kids, I think the, the issue is, is that uh, the more you read to kids, uh, their, their verbal uh, abilities develop a lot faster. Um, and so they're always, you know, saying that you should be reading to kids, you know, really from that's what they say. That as they, they say, say, as they say, you should be you reading. Know, to your those kids. are the same people that say that Ishkadoodle is award worth. <laughs> grab my twenty-three-year-old. Hey, sit down. Dad wants to read to you. Probably not going to happen. <laughs> We're a little behind the curve here, twenty-three-year-old. Hey, little catch-up. <laughs> Let's go. Sit down, Dad. <laughs> Really, green eggs and ham? Dad? I just came over to do laundry. You're going to read? Are you my mother? <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, very cool. So that's uh, going on at the Brighton District Library. Uh, something else to check out. And if you need a realtor with experience serving Livingston County, give Jordan a call today two four eight four four four. 
800-242-9777. Maybe they should have a reading room, you know. Like, hey, here's, let's go over to the reading room. No TVs, nothing. Just an idea. Where? In the new home that you're going to get. Oh, I see. You know, we could have a reading corner here at uh, We could. You know, I could get um, like a beanbag chair. Let's not turn it into a hippie joint. <laughs> you know, <laughs> beanbag chair. Yeah, I want to see you get in and out of the beanbag chair. <laughs> uh, you know what? Once if it's a spent... really big one. <laughs> like, <laughs> kind of like those big chairs <laughs> in front of the courthouse <laughs> during Melonfest. Let's get a Mike and John Giggle beanie bag chair. <laughs> That's about the only beanie way. Beanie bag chair. There you yeah, go. Sorry. Jordan Jenso, community <laughs> servant, community realtor. All right, our two cent history lesson today, by the way, is the uh, 22nd of March. It's International Day of the Seal. International like Day the, of the Seal. Arr, arr, arr. That's seal? the seal, yeah. Who's your favorite seal? <sighs> I don't know any I don't know, seals. I don't know any seals. <laughs> Except the guy that's you know saying my favorite was is, uh, Heidi Klum, wasn't he? Seal Team 6. All right. Um, Bavarian Crepes Day today. Bavarian Crepes Day. Not what's your a, traditional right, crepe. What is, the, is it like made with beer? Probably has whipped cream. Okay. <laughs> 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 like like a big Bavarian. Uh, it's National Goof-Off Day. Well, if none of that. No. No. Very busy here. National Water Day and World Water Day. Okay. Enjoy the water. I like water. Oh, right. Sorry. This honestly is a, a bottle that I've refilled a few times. From time See, you're saving the water. earth. That's what I'm Look here for. Look at you, for. earth saver. I, I've just saved the planet. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. All right. <laughs> 1733, Joseph Priestley invented carbonated water oh or seltzer you know the kind that the three stooges would squirt <laughs> seltzer water whoop, 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 whoop. 1841 cornstarch was patented mm. by orlando jones thank you orlando for cornstarch helps to thicken up stuff yeah that lemon cream pie lemon meringue pie cornstarch is in there just now you know. when I, i'm not a great chef or anything but if i'm making something and it seems a little too watery yeah, and you think, oh, a little cornstarch to kind of thicken it up. Stiffens up the, the neck of your, uh, the <laughs> wait, collar wait, of your wait, shirt. What's happening? Oh, Put a little okay. cornstarch on that thing. <laughs> That's what that guy's just doing. Rub it, he's just rub it in, in and pants. it'll stiffen it up. <laughs> <laughs> cornstarch, the early Viagra. <laughs> Congress. In 18, <laughs> no snorting during sorry. the history lesson. Sorry, sorry. In 1882, Congress outlawed polygamy. They said, you can only marry one. <laughs> what are you, nuts? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? 1903, Niagara Falls ran out of water because of a drought. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Niagara Falls without water? I know the last time, there's a picture, I think it was 1969, where they because they had to dam up the river to fix something. And there's an actual picture of, 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 of the falls dry. without any water, you know, because they had to dam it up for so a period of time. No but, falls. But that was a natural occurrence. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. Sunday, 1960, the first patent... For a laser was filed. Just in time for James Bond to hit the big screen. (laughs) It's true. And then, then of course, the phaser for Star Trek. 1975, Led Zeppelin started a six-week run at number one on the U.S. album chart with physical graffiti. Group's fourth number one U.S. Apparently they were popular. This this group called Led Zeppelin. Pink Floyd in 1980... Another brick in the wall started a four-week run at number one. Who didn't have a co- copy of another brick in the wall? Um, I did, uh, so... I was thinking more of the uh, dark side of the moon. 
And finally, it was I on the stage. Two. I also had uh, animals. Boy, you the, had a lot. The big pig floating. <laughs> yes, the big pig floating. Uh, 2018 on this day, new research found that the Great Pacific Garbage Patch between ha- uh, Hawaii and California was 1.8 trillion pieces of plastic. That's nice. And it was increasing rapidly. You know why? Because not enough people were refilling their Aquafina bottles <laughs> right. with tap water. But yeah, you see that stuff float. It's like an island. Now, what year was that? 2018. Oh. So here we are five years later. And I'm sure it's gotten smaller. <coughs> it's downsized. I'm sure it's, yeah, I'm sure it's, it's melted. Right. That's your two-cent history lesson for okay. today. Coming up tomorrow, The Less You Know with Rich Pearlberg. Do we know what we're talking about with Rich? Do we ever know what we're talking about with Not Rich? Not till the day Does of. Does Rich even usually, know what he's talking you about? You usually talk to me about it when I walk in. <laughs> right, right. And I, but speaking of Rich, by the way, I don't know if you saw, uh, you know, he debuted his, uh, his, his new column on Sundays. Yes. And um, I want to congratulate, and, and Rich had a, a, he had, was talking about a study about mask usage and things like that, and obviously, you know, had a point of view. Um, and, and people that were disagreeing with what he said. But here's the thing I noticed reading all the responses. There were no name calling. There was no name calling. People generally were, were being civil and having a discussion and were posting their various points of view. And, uh, I thought that was refreshing. He did. I did. That's nice. It was I, refreshing. It's nice. So, <laughs> it was nice. It's nice. Thank you for being so, nice. So, uh, yeah. That's it's, a, not a, it's not <laughs> not that usual that you see something right. where somebody posts an opinion and other people who disagree aren't calling them names and then start right. going down right. some rabbit now, hole. Now, so. me having said this now, I feel like later today I'm going to go in and check the comments and, and there's going to be a bunch of nanny nanny poo poo stuff. And you're going to be like, okay, well. Uh, it, nice it try. Nice while it lasted. But, uh, yeah, we'll talk to Rich tomorrow, of course, uh, for the less you know. Uh, and uh, I, uh, I, I, I you never know what Rich. We'll find out tomorrow, along with your your Wednesday night trivia question. We'll have that tonight. We will see you back here tomorrow. Mike and John got it going on. Don't forget, if you're having car troubles, want to get the car ready for summer travels, see our friends at Murphy's Family Auto. They can take care of you, whether it's oil changes, windshield wipers, electrical issues, your carburetor. If you have a car with a carburetor, <laughs> they can take care of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, you open up the hood now and you're like, what I, uh, the heck is this what, thing? Where is I the, don't know, but don't, Murphy's Family Auto yeah. does. Right. So, uh, of course, check them out. And they're open Saturdays 8 to 1. Tell them Mike and John sent you. You'll save 5% off your bill. All right. We'll be back Thursday with uh, the less you know, Rich Prilberg. And, uh, you know. What other shenanigans we can come up oh, with? Oh, we're going to have shenanigans? Maybe. All right. Giggling with Mike and John. Tune in next time and giggle on.